Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Amelia Nagy, founder of Worthy of Love and the Sacred Partnership Love Moment, shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes and realized she wasn't giving herself her own time and ended up burning herself out. Well, Amelia, thank you again for the wonderful, wonderful interview that you you shared with us. And I want to ask you a couple other quick questions here. And what I'm really curious about is, like for you personally, where are some times in your life, we talk about following your yes and following that internal guidance. For you, what's a time when you did not follow your yes? Maybe in that moment, you actually didn't realize you had a yes, but now you look back and you're like, yeah, that was really clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, but I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. I have a very daily struggle with this, Ken. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny as I was reflecting on this, the big things like buying a house or marrying the right guy. <laughs> like those are, those are for some reason, those are not hard yeses for me to follow because mm-hmm. they, they just rose down so huge, but there's little things in my day that sometimes I wish I would say yes to more often, 
Um, and I'm, I'm getting better and better at the micro yeses, the micro minute yeses that in that moment, it doesn't necessarily make a big change in your life. But over time, those added up create big shifts. Mm -hmm. And so like for me, those micro yeses are taking a walk when my body is saying that she wants to walk. Hi, baby. Or taking my time outside in nature, like getting my lunch and going outside and being in the sun or going, you know, just going and cuddling my dog rather than like one more thinking myself. Mm -hmm. So those small guesses, those small little nudges, for some reason, like I've gotten better at following them, but I have a, a much, much bigger challenge with the little, the little things than like the huge things. So yeah. that is my example of that. No, it's where, so true because you know, there's so many more and, of those little ones, right? They're every day. They're all yeah, the time. And, no, it's super and important. And then the cost and the consequences for me ends up being, you know, four or five days and I'm, I love my work. So I'm so much into my work and serving and helping my, my people. And then it's been four days and I literally like have not been outside to con connect with nature. And that costs, costs me because I, when I do get, when I do get the free time, then, then I overdo it. Like I might overexert or I might like stay up late because I didn't have enough sort of fun, relaxed me time. And I'm, I'm up late watching movies, you know? And so it ends up negatively impacting me in, 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 in small subtle ways that cost a lot over time. Exactly. Great, great example. So let's flip this then. Let's look at a time in your life when you had a clear yes, and this time you did follow it. What happened then? Well, nothing short of miracles happen when I follow my yeses. Um, I have a, I have one example that is just, again, thank you for asking me these questions because I'd love to just share this this incredible miracle with the world. Like the story to me is a story about a miracle. And basically it was a time when I had signed up to host exchange students um, in my home. And we received from the agency, we received a request from a girl that lived in Italy. And they said, would you like to host her? And I had a lot going on at the time. Like my dog was dying. Um, I think I was refinancing. Me, me was dying. I think I was refinancing the house. Um, there was just a lot going on. And they, they, you know, they sent this request through. And they also sent a photo. They sent a photo of her and her family. And my response to that situation was like, I'm not good enough. It was so interesting. I would, I just took it as like, I cannot, like, I'm not good enough to host this beautiful family. Like she looks like a movie star. This was the response I sent back to the agency. I'm like, my house is a mess. I need a refi. Um, my dog is dying. Like so much is going on. I can't do it because I'm, you know, all this is going on and she looks like a movie star. <laughs> like that's what I did. Mm -hmm. um, and the woman at the agency responded back and she said, um, well, Amelia, we really need you 
you know, you signed up and her, you know, her friend is going to be with a host family really near to you and she wants to be near you and how she looks is not important. What's important is that this is a 16-year-old girl who wants to have a, you know, international experience of of, of exchange and, and learn English and would you be willing to honor your word and open your home? And in my heart, I wanted to say yes, but I had like all these, all these things going on. And I remember getting really anxious and even panicky. And I like that night, I couldn't sleep. And I, I told her I'd get back to her within 24 hours. And um, I was up till like three in the morning, like it was just a very bizarre, very sort of difficult thing for me. And I, and I, I, when I tell you how the story ended, you'll know what, how, what amazing of a miracle it was. But at this point, I'm like, wringing my hands and sweating at three in the morning, right? So anyway, I, the next morning I wake up and I send them the email and I say, yes, I will host this girl. And she came and she was beautiful and amazing and sweet and kind. And, you know, I would take her for walks at the beach and I would go to the local bakery and buy her breakfast in the morning. And I remember just feeling so insecure and realizing that, you know, I wanted kids, but I was really insecure about being a mom and especially about being a mom to a girl. Like that just terrified me because my, my, in my life, being a daughter was very confusing and, and it was a difficult thing for me to be a daughter and I couldn't quite figure it out. And I always felt like I was a really bad daughter and I didn't, and then I wanted, to, I never wanted to have a daughter and make her feel that way. So this was an interesting opportunity for me. So anyway, she came and then one time we were driving and I, we were talking about a friend of ours saying what a good daughter, what a good mother this other woman was, this other woman who we were hanging out with who also had kids her age that she was hosting. And I, I said, my friend Nicole is such a good mother and she's, she's so amazing. And then my little exchange student said, but so are you, you're the perfect mother. And I just cried, I cried Ken, like I just healed so much wounds and insecurity. And when she left, the week after she left, we found out we were pregnant. And we found out that we were having a daughter. And when, we, when we um, found out we were having a daughter, we named her Alessandra. And Alessandra is, was the name of our exchange student from Italy who gave me back my faith in that I could be a good mother. Nice. That's a great example, right? Sometimes we've got to take that, that jump and just trust our gut and go with it. And we never know where it's going to lead to and what it's going to pay off to. So beautiful, beautiful story you shared there, Amelia. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. Yeah, it's it's been great. So thank you again for sharing these. And everybody go out there and follow your yes. On Wednesday's show, Michelle Marchant Johnson helped us understand the three F's that we are operating from when we choose not to follow our yes. Michelle, I'd love it if you would would help us out here. I, I would love it for you to 
Give us an example, maybe a quick story of a time in your life when you didn't follow your yes and and how that kind of, well, kind of undermined your partnership. So, you know, what's a time, maybe, maybe at the time you did not even realize you had a yes, but now when you look back, you're like, wow, that was really clear. I had a clear guidance on what to do and I didn't do it. Tell us that story. Thank you, Ken. Yes, I, I have a really clear example about this. And you and I were speaking about the importance of our intuition. And I always say when it comes to relationships, and particularly in the early stages of the relationships, we have to balance the three H's, the head, the heart, and the hormones. And if <laughs> any one of those three overrides, we tend to get into trouble. And I think that a lot of times when I haven't said yes to the yes, or if I've said yes to something that was really a no, it's been from a place of fear, or it's been from a place of not listening to that deep inner feeling. And um, one of the experiences when I said yes to something that didn't lead, did not lead me down to a good path was I had had a breakup of a relationship that had gone on on and off for about 10 years. It was incredibly painful breakup and I just wanted to numb the feeling. And it was only a couple of weeks after the breakup and I went to this party with some of my friends and I just wanted to numb the pain. And I met this man there and he was literally the definition of what you might call a bad boy, which is totally not my type. I'd never gone for that type. But there was something about him that drew me to him at that time and something that drew him to me. And even though in my heart and in my gut, it was saying, yes, this is going to be a disaster if you get involved with him. I overrode that because of my wanting to numb the pain and because of fear of being alone and being so devastated. And I ended up being in this relationship with this man that was very hard to extract myself out of and ended up being very destructive. And then... I not only had to get up, get over the original breakup, but I also had to get over that relationship that was very destructive and very painful as well. And yet I knew right from the beginning, I had this gut feeling that said, yes, there are red flags waving in the wind and no, this is not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. It, and, and that's so oftentimes the case, right? Is in hindsight, the red flags are really clear. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whether our mind overrides our instinct or whatever it is, we go flying by those in the beginning. Yeah. And if I can just add one quick other little thing here, I also have what I call the three F words. So typically when we get into these situations, it's, we're coming from a place of fear, fantasy, or falsehoods. We're choosing to believe in false things. We're choosing to believe in the fantasy that it could turn into something different than what it is, or we're acting from a place of fear. Excellent. Thank you. Well, let's flip this around. Let, let's look at another situation, another moment in time when you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Yeah, that's nice to uh, have a positive one to share. So this one stands out. It's a simple example, but I think the message is really profound. So after my husband and I got married, I was in a period of time where I wasn't very happy with my current job, but they were actually raising my salary and increasing my uh, compensation and benefits, and it was tempting for me to stay. And I also had another job offer on the table, but it was for a job for a nonprofit, 
and it wasn't for as much money and it would be a lot more relaxed and it would be a lot more peaceful for me and we we still would have enough financially and i can remember my husband and i were lying on the bed together that night and we were talking about it and i was explaining my dilemma and my all the pros and cons and my husband just listened to me for a very long time and then i said to him i said what do you think i should do and he said choose the path of peace and when he said that it sounded simple to me but it was really profound and when i really got into that intuition and realized what the path of peace would be for me at that point it was to take the job with the nonprofit and get out of the rat race stressful job even though it was paying me a whole lot more and it absolutely ended up being the right decision for me at that time and i've often thought about that and i've shared this story with some other people and i've even had other people tell me that when they make some of their decisions in life in fact i was talking to a friend yesterday who had a potential lawsuit situation and she was sharing to me that that story and the choose the path of peace had helped her to decide that she wasn't going to pursue this lawsuit. So it's a really profound message. Yeah, it definitely is. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.